This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Hi there, this is The Saturday Quiz. I'm your host, John Leary, and I'm here to ask the questions from the quiz in The Saturday Paper. Every week, two guests drop by to try and get the right answers to those questions. This week, I'm joined by two excellent human beings. One of them you will know from her many years on All Saints, as well as her performance in the film Judy and Punch, as well as her many appearances in live theatre when that was still a thing. The other is a Walkley Award-winning journalist, author and documentary maker. He could be known as Mr. Podcast for all the work he does in that sphere, including Download This Show and the wonderful Stuff the British Stole. And he was recently announced as the new host of the SBS quiz show Mastermind, which I'm assuming is why he agreed to be on this podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Virginia Gay and Mark Fennell. Thanks for having us, Johnny Leary. Absolute pleasure. I'm literally just here to pick up tips from you, Johnny. Like I'm just, oh. I'm, I've got a pen and paper, and I'm writing notes. I Good. just thought, I thought this was just really incredible branding from you, Mark. You're like <laughs> quiz. I'll do all the quizzes. Ha <laughs> well, Yes, I'm both, quiz man. It's both quiz and podcast. So yes. it, like, yeah, if, it's not so much a Venn diagram as it is just like a circle, a circle. with slightly just fuzzy one edges. One solid circle. Yeah. Uh, how amazing. are you generally with with quizzes? Um, I, okay. So when quizzes come up, so, you know, when you're away with friends and you do like cards with humanity or something like that, I have noticed, and my wife pointed this out to me a few weeks ago when we were weighing up whether to, to take the mastermind gig was like, you always end up reading the questions. Like no matter like what the social situation is, you always end up asking the questions. And I think you do that Mark to avoid exposing to people how little you actually know. And I think she's on to something. <laughs> that's so funny. We could be one and the same. That That's exactly what I do. That's why I do this podcast. So what I'm is... hearing is that you have the, both of you have the appearance of authority, but actually no information to back it up. Well, even the authority I slightly struggle with. One of the first conversations we, we've had with the show is like, my, my, na and Virginia's known me for many years and my natural speaking voice is quite high and it's up here and I talk like this and they're like no no Mark lower 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 and now oh, we started really? doing You're this getting... thing where um, in order to and I can do the lower register because often when I'm doing podcasts when I'm narrating something I tend to get lower and so what we've started doing is there's a bit before we start asking the questions where I say your time starts now and I'm using the and I'm oh, using the sentence, nice. and I think it's 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 actually forcing me to find some authority that I do not naturally possess. I, I, I love that you're kind of working on that lower kind of register thing. That's, That's kind of where I sit naturally. <laughs> <laughs> but Just, what I'm aspiring to is Virginia Gay level authority. Yeah. And as I define myself in every voiceover ever, I'm like. I'm like the cheaper, shitter Kate Blanchett. <laughs> I'm the Kate Blanchett you get when you can't afford Kate Blanchett. <laughs> well, I can't afford Kate Blanchett, so would you mind throwing to a break in your best Kate Blanchett voice? <laughs> Johnny, I'd love to. All right, all right, all right. We'll be right back after this break. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You are listening to The Saturday Quiz. I'm with Virginia Gay and Mark Fennell. And they're up to question number one. We're about to start, guys. You ready? So ready. As All I right. be. <laughs> question number one. According to Forbes magazine, who last month became the world's richest man? Bzz. Yes, you don't have to buzz in, Virginia, but uh, but very, very good. Um, I mean, I should obviously confer with my teammate here. We haven't even worked out if we're competing or if we're on one team. No, I, it's not I, a competition. It's just we want to get all 10 questions right. That's what we want. I only know the answer to this because he has the world's most ill-advised Twitter feed. And when Does it happened, and when it happened, I was like, maybe this means he can just get off Twitter because that'll be better for him and literally everyone. I think all of your major male megalomaniacs mm. off Twitter is a better choice for the world. Yeah, I mean, If I had a resolution for 2021, it'd be kick the dick bros off the Twitter. <laughs> kick the no. dick bros off the Twitter. Oh, kick the dick yeah. bros off the Twitter. Uh, but so, I, no, I need to know. You, you, need an you answer. haven't actually answered Elon yet. Bloody Musk, mate. It is Elon, Elon Bloody Musk. And there is a bonus, bonus point in this question for naming who he overtook. Jeff Bezos. Mm. Yeah, mm. Bezos. Mr. But Amazon also, himself. But it's also worth pointing out that there is some disagreement about this because Forbes named him that, but there's a whole bunch of other, because <laughs> of course there are, <laughs> rankings of gazillionaires. And other rankings still place Bezos at the top. Oh, so it's it is a point of contention, and it's not like these people are unveiling their tax returns anytime soon. No, exactly. People and I mean, you know, once once you're in the top what top twenty, I mean, like... I'd be happy to be in the top one thousandth. Frankly, yeah. you're gonna be. I okay. can't say the word one thousandth. Is what I just learned. It's gonna be a fuck for your new podcast. The one thousandth <laughs> things that you should know by Mike Fennell. All right, well done. Thank you. Uh, question number two. What iconic Australian holiday destination was once named Elston? E L S T O N. Iconic Australian holiday destination. Well, what yeah. have we got in that area? Well, yeah, throw some at me. I mean, beaches, Port Douglas. I, okay, so. Gold Coast? They could rename the Gold Coast. Be weird. It is, it is weird, like how many things in the Gold Coast have clearly been named after other things. Like, there's actually a Florida and a Miami. It's like, what? Really? Is, is it? Really not? Yeah, yeah. I remember driving through there on family holidays, being like, why is there a Florida here? What's that about? I have to say, I'm in the Central Coast at the moment, and I looked at the vista from Kilcare, and I was like, oh, I suppose this is the bit that looks like South Wales, mm. and this would indeed be uh, New, New South, South Wales. Wales. Yeah, those rolling hills, so green, so so green. Wow. Yeah, you for, you forget sometimes. I was reading about the history of New York. We'll get back to the question. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> we won't because we don't know the answer. We don't so. need the answer. We just... But I was reading about the history of how New York ended up with the name New York, and it's actually a really banal story. I was like, what is it? Well, they they got there and they said this reminds us of York. Let's call it New York. <laughs> but originally, or I think it was originally it was like New Amsterdam. There's some. Other it story. was New Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. New Amsterdam. but the, somehow the Dutch it were ended there up first. Exactly, and somehow it ended up with the name York. It's like. You you forget sometimes with the news in front of things that like there was a moment where somebody went, I mean it's a little bit like that place. Let's name it that. And then you're like, yeah. oh, how? Did that... 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. How did that happen? So Elston. <coughs> yes. Which, um, um, okay. What about, could we have a, a state, please? Uh, Queensland. Okay. Oh. Elston. Is it mm-hmm. something that has been renamed because it was like a bit wrong? Not, do you mean like in a colonial you, kind of way? Yeah, because you know how they're like, there's a whole bunch of place names that were like, you know, this is Mount, we totally murdered some brown people here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it oh, yes. renamed for that reason? It, it was definitely not renamed because uh, it yeah. was, it was called Elston. Like, oh, you know. Right. I see. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. doing things the other way around. So, yeah, yeah. you're okay. getting it flipped. So, oh, okay. So, has it been renamed to something um, of its of its origin in terms that it has it been renamed something that, to reflect its indigenous history? Most certainly not. Oh damn! Oh. Is it something no. incredibly simple like far north Queensland, or it's, if it is, no, I'm it's, it's more specific myself. than that. More specific than that. Is yes. it New Elston? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. is it's it not New Elston. The Great Barrier Reef. Is it? You you were very close before. You said the Gold Coast before. Right. Oh, is it Surfers Paradise? It is Surfers Paradise. <gasps> really? Surfers Paradise. Is that wow. what they renamed it? They renamed it. it was, the suburb was officially renamed on the 1st of December 1933 after the local council felt the Surfers Paradise name was more marketable mm. and now yeah. they're now they're all living there everyone's living there <laughs> yeah um or staying for, there for their three weeks of schoolies and yeah yeah collecting Getting... their sti and yes <laughs> with a red frog so it's fine is that a red what, frog is that what you get what? when you go and get your stis Cute. no so what? what happens is there's this, this team of volunteers it's actually a great organization they when um schoolies happens as a team they give out um when they see sort of inebriated or otherwise chemically damaged children and young, recently young adults, they give them red frogs. And it's an opportunity for them to go up to them, talk to them, say, how are you going? You're right. Do you need some? It's a, it's an incredible sort of outreach program that's been running for years. Um, people volunteer. It's great. Um, wow. But you, yeah. It doesn't have a direct reflection on whether or not you have an STI, but they'll definitely, you know, take care of you. And Try supply and intervene. You with, and... Yeah. With glucose yeah. and love, but mostly right. glucose. Oh, and what, what, what are they called? What's this organization uh, called? They're just called red frogs. Okay. Well, Good on them. I value added you guys. You did. <laughs> you sure did. All right, question number three. Molly Duca is a slang term for what? Could you spell it, please? I can. <laughs> Molly Duca. M-O-L-L-Y-D-O-O-K-E-R. Is it when you mix ecstasy with uh, the <laughs> Middle Eastern spice ducker? Mm-hmm. For that extra is Molly, spicy dip. Is that what Molly is? Is yeah. Molly... I don't yeah, know. Ecstasy? I went from being born again Christian to working in television. I don't know how real drugs are. <laughs> Come on. So you should know doubly, twice. <laughs> no, I know lots of people that marry by the age of 21. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, no, it is not that. Molly It Duca. is something that you would call a certain person. Uh, it's a hooker. No? What? Molly? No. No. I like thought a it was sex rhyming worker, sl- Yeah, I thought it was rhyming no. slang for hooker. Oh, Molly that would Duke. be good. No. I thought it was rhyming slang. Is it not rhyming slang? Molly it's Duke. not rhyming slang. Damn it. So it's, it's slang. It's, so it's He's slang. a Molly Duca. Yeah. Is it yeah. a slang for you would call a person or is it a place? A, a person. A person. Okay. Yeah. Is it something you would call a person? I'm now just fishing, aren't I? Yeah, no, fish away. Is it something you would call a person of a particular um, profession? No. Oh. It's somebody 
it's something you would call a person with particular personality characteristics? Well, a, a particular characteristic, not a, not a personality. Is it um, something you would call somebody with uh, of a race? No, no, nor is it a, a, a racial slur. But Great. about 10% of Australians are this. Oh, it's a slang for people who are gay. No. Oh, I thought that... Okay, right. Uh, no. Medical? Me- medical? Medi- what do you mean? Medical? Is, is, it, it, is, it, is it medical ability is it in- or mental health related? Is it indicative no. of it? A- it's something to do with an attribute of of, of certain people. Red but it, Which is quite widespread. Oh. No, not redheads. 10%. Bald? Oh, oh, bald is interesting. Oh, no, not bald. No, um, this is something that you're that you kind of are born with. Oh, vestigial tails. Ten <laughs> percent of Australians that's, are born that's with a vestigial lot of, tails. That's a lot of tails. I'm just going to say what everyone's thinking. People with giant cocks. <laughs> oh no, he's a bloody Molly Duncan. No, it's, what will it's I do? not. Uh, <laughs> oh God, no. It's men and women, or oh. doesn't, it doesn't matter what you've got in your pants. Red hair. Did we already That's do not that? red hair. I tried that. Oh, oh gosh. I wonder if either of you are. <gasps> oh, mm. hold on. Is it is it about a belly button? Can you... No. Why? I thought, gonna... like, I thought it could be like I thought it could be like in the addies, yeah. Can you oh, roll your right. tongue or something? Is I might like... ha- I might just have to tell you. I think you might have I don't think we know. I think we've established I that think... we don't know. Okay, what about this? This is kind of where the word comes from. Ignore the the molly bit. Mm-hmm. But the duca Kind of is supposed that it comes from dukes, as in put up your dukes. Oh, is it something you call a person that... A pugilist. A pugilist. No, I don't know if 10% of Australians are... <laughs> are professional <boxers>. fighters. <laughs> it, it, it feels be. a bit high to me. I mean, we're an angry <laughs> just, cr- country. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to fight about. There's a lot of drinking um, problems. Okay, an- another another term for it would be... A southpaw. Oh, a left oh, left-handed. Left-handed. Yes. left-handed. Oh. Le- uh, either of you left-handed? No. Mm. Uh, Are you Johnny My wife Mary? is. No, I'm not. My wife I... is left-handed. That's why. Oh, I she's I pick a Molly Duca. Yeah, I pick up the scissors in the house. Go. Why isn't this working? She's like, oh. Left-handed. Left-handed scissors. Ned Flanders. I could have said Ned Flanders is one as well. Uh. You could even have said sinister, and I might have gotten oh, it from that because of that Simpsons there. episode. Left-handed. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Molly Duca is a slang term for left-handedness. All right, question number four. Which Australian fashion label was founded in 1991 by sisters named Nikki and Simone? It's the one that is fancy jeans. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, hang on. I think you're thinking of another one. Sass and And Bide. No, No. Sass and Bide. Okay, I'll bite. Is it Supre? (laughs) <laughs> it's not super Fashion label In inverted yes. commas High fashion yeah. I want to say Supre Express Worldwide now Zimmerman oh. Zimmerman is, is the right answer No Yay! way Well done I've got to say When I said sass and bide I was like They sound like two different last names Which is unlike <laughs> yeah. It's not usual for a sisters to have that But you know Who knows Yes And sass and bide actually are Nicknames oh, For they? those two uh, women Johnny Leary yeah. Zimmerman Great Nikki and Simone Zimmerman Good on I'm surprised That you didn't know that Actually Mark Because there's a little bit of They were recently in the news For a little bit of Colonial borrowing 
Oh, right. They were uh, too. I know about this. Yeah. Do you know about this? Yeah. No, they, what they do? They um, debuted a, a Mexican, yeah. uh, a, like a oh, precious yes. sort of Mexican and important like um, kind of yeah. embroidered Embroidery. And, yeah. From and Oaxaca. They, yeah. And they sold it as like, it's ours. And everybody yeah. was like, um, actually, yeah. sorry, we've been making this for hundreds and hundreds of years and it's important to us and please don't steal it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Question number five. Director Denis Villeneuve will this year bring which epic Frank Herbert science fiction novel to the big screen? Dune. It is hey. Dune. Well done, Mark Fennell. <laughs> that one's right in your sweet spot, right? The worst thing about it is like that movie has been delayed for so... Like like every movie, that movie has been delayed forever. And in the US, um, because it's part of the, the Warner Brothers stable and Warner Brothers is like, <laughs> no one's going to the movie for the next year. All of their movies, including Dune, are now going to be on their streaming service, which is HBO Max. And people like the Denis Villeneuve's and the Chris Nolan's of the world were really up in arms because they just made this decision. They didn't really tell any of the filmmakers. And a lot of the filmmakers are still quite obsessed with having their stuff in cinemas. And I think there's probably an interesting tension there for a lot of those big film studios and media companies that are like, no, well, they're not confident they can get people back into cinemas in America for you know quite a while. And they've got their stock for you know sitting there, and they don't know what to do with them. And at the same time, everybody knows that streaming services are kind of the future. So they're like, ah, we'll dump it there. But it was a pretty object lesson in how not to handle that when your whole business is you know. And Warner Brothers is well known for being very filmmaker friendly. It was a really the whole thing was quite badly handled. But luckily, being outside of the US, we will actually get it in a cinema. And we'll get to see yeah, Timothy's, Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet's sad and brooding face uh, in <sighs> Heaven. 10 feet tall. Brilliant. Lucky us. How glorious. Um, but also isn't, because there, there was an adaptation of Dune. Yes, there, June, there was a. As we would call it, with a liquid U. Right? June. Yeah. June. Um, get on Get on the Junes, mate. Um, <laughs> but with Sting in it, right? Oh, yeah. From 1980 yeah. something. Yeah, that was the uh, David Lynch I, I looked it version. Up. It was eighty four, I think. Is it David Lynch? Oh. It yeah. is David Lynch. Yeah, David Lynch. and I had to, I had to look up to make sure that it was Denis and not Dennis. Dennis Villeneuve. <laughs> Denis. Denis Villeneuve. He's bringing Dune to the big screen, or as you said, Mark, maybe the small screen. All screens, whatever, All whatever screens. they can, whenever they can monetize, they'll take a screen. Bring yeah. it, to, bring it to my Apple Watch. You can watch it on your watch on the sitting on the toilet uh, <laughs> later this year. Christ. Uh, we're going to go to another little break. We'll be right back. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Thanks for coming back. I'm with Virginia Gay and Mark Fennell. They're doing the quiz they're up to question number six, and question number six is: What substance, starting with A, is formed from a secretion of the bile duct in the intestines of sperm whales? I know oh, this. Another buzz in. How do I you can't, know this? I can't believe I know this. I read a book about it, where it's it's, it's one of those beautiful historical novels that it, somehow this is very important. It is called Ambergris or Ambergris. Yeah. Yes. Ambergris or ambergris. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Right. Yeah. Can I use it as an ointment? 
you kind of should. Or uh, that is sort of what it is used for. It's the it's base of a lot of perfumes, perfume, right? Yeah. Ooh. Isn't that wild? That's, yeah. And now I can't, I can't remember what happened to the book, but I think a, a whale carcass, you know, washed up on the beach and people were trying to oh. think about how they could get to this powerful what, you know, uh, what substance. What book was this? Do you, know, do you remember? I cannot remember. Absolutely cannot remember. But it stuck with me. The information stuck with me. I remember it from some children's book oh, really? where they... Killed whales. Happy well, sleeping well, no, kids. The, the whale, yeah. likewise, it, it washes up. Yeah. Uh, it's still pretty macabre because it... And then they pack it with dynamite because they don't know how to get rid of it. They pack it with dynamite. They're going to blow it up. And it explodes and a big lump of ambergris ends up falling, you know, into the living room of uh, of like the poor family or oh. something like that. Or the family, you know, central family in the novel. Well, I know there's a movie. There's an Australian movie where they try and blow up a whale that's beached. It was, um, it's got oh. Kylie Minogue in it. Uh, <laughs> You're it does. making this up. You're making no, 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 this it up. Does. It, it does. It was actually made re- not that long ago. It's by Stephen Elliott who had did um, Priscilla, Queen of the yeah. Desert. It's got yes. Asher Ketty. Um, no. M- yeah, Asher Ketty. Um, Yahoo Serious. No, no. Although <laughs> I would like to see him come back to screen. Um, and yeah, it's set in the 1970s and then this uh, whale rocks up on the beach and then they try and blow it up. And the results are not nearly as sweet smelling as a uh, fragrance. This, this is, is not, is this Swinging Safari? Yes, Swinging Safari, yes. Oh, are you kidding is me? is that what happened yeah. in that? I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it. But also it actually happened and there is live footage of it. it somebody, just, they decided to do it in a small town and it's one of those ones I heard about on the dollar. It was there and it was decomposing and they okay. packed it with dynamite. And this is, there's all yes. of this actual television footage and of this people standing by the side of the road going and we'll just blow up the whale. And then as it happens, you see people go, oh, no, what have we done? (laughs) And this stinking red mist just covers everybody and everything for miles around. It does not magically make it go away. It spreads the horror further. Gosh, I'm going to find that. Hmm? Um, Do you know, did they find any ambergris? I don't think they were doing it to find ambergris. They were getting rid of a rotting whale carcass. (laughs) Yes. All right, question number seven. Pomiculture, P-O-M-I-C-U-L-T-U-R-E, is the growing or cultivation of what? Tomatoes. Apples? It's both those things. Pomegranates? Round red things. Well, well, it is quite... uh, (laughs) Is that orbiculture? Orbiculture, sorry. God, I feel like a fool. (laughs) Uh, yeah, po- pommy culture is is quite broad. So, what are both those things? Tomatoes the growing of British people in small pots. <laughs> That's a lovely children's show, isn't it? Hello, I'm Johnny Pommy Culture. <laughs> um, Today, so- we're going to colonise the rest of the world. <laughs> those fools don't know what's coming. Genocide <laughs> and smallpox. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wowzers. Uh, they, it's the growing This is a nice cro- crossover with uh, what the British stole. Exactly. We're always yeah. just trying to cross-brand promotion. <laughs> Good, um, nice. It's the growing of fruit, I reckon. It then. is. It growing is the fruit. growing of fruit. Thrill. Well done. Thanks, mate. Go team us. Question number eight. <laughs> Which Australian tennis champion of the late 70s and early 80s was nicknamed Rabbit? 
How's your sport? Everyone that I get on this show tends to fall down a little bit around sport. Mm. Rabbit. 70s, 80s. Late 70s, early 80s. Male or female? It is a female player. Rabbit. So she would have great speed. That she was nicknamed yeah. Rabbit by her peers because of her foot speed yeah. around the court. She'd be real swift. Mm. And she might be small as well, potentially. Uh, no? Sure. I mean, who knows? I, d- I don't know. She, she might be covered very... in a fine fur. <laughs> <laughs> very big ears. Yeah. Was she Rabbit. known for delivering small chocolate Easter eggs <laughs> in the first third of the year? No, by any no. Chance? She was Rabbit, not Bunny. Oh. oh. Her wow. initials are W-T. Wendy. Wendy is correct. Oh, oh shit, really? Wendy. Yes, Wendy is Wendy correct. Thumper. Wendy Thumper. Wendy, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> Wendy. Um, Wendy Turngill. When- what did you say? Wendy Turn what? Turngill. No, but you're very close. That's so unlikely. Wendy Tangill? <laughs> no, Wendy. Wendy Turnbull. Wendy Turnbull is the correct answer. Mark Fennell. Somehow. Mark Fennell, what's I mean, happening here? I don't know, but I'm into it. <laughs> Somehow you guessed Wendy Turnbull, who was a singles runner-up three times in her career. The 1977 US Open, the 79 French Open and the 1980 Australian Open. But she had far more success playing doubles where she won four women's doubles titles and five mixed doubles titles in Grand Slam events. Did her career end when she got myxomatosis? <laughs> Which ni- no. takes us nicely onto question number nine. Oh. <laughs> the biotech company CSL was founded in Melbourne in 1916 under what non-abbreviated name? Castor Sugar Limited. <laughs> it's uh, it's not CSR. What I think you're, you're thinking of CSR, Shit, I which am. are the sugar, <laughs> the sugar I've producers. Gone all of 2020 thinking the sugar company had pivoted into vaccine, <laughs> <laughs> and whatever we were going to get injected with was probably going to be sweet. Yeah, it's going to yeah. really fuck with our insulin you, I levels. I think you though. get the red frog afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, CSL. Have, have I really, you thought the whole time that it, I that really it was the have. same company? I That's really so have. I have a fucking walk <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Well, let me tell you that they're they're two separate companies, very different. Okay. Okay. Uh, This one was founded, uh, yes, in Melbourne in 1916. And it now makes vaccines? Did you say it now makes what? It now makes vaccines and and it did when it first opened. (gasps) Okay. Um, So so it's going to be like an, it's got to be like a person's name. Or something it really is. functional. Because you know, like, IBM is international business machines. It'll be, like, something really <laughs> functional. That. It is. Funny. That it is the latter. It's okay. not someone's name. Oh, okay, okay. So it'll be, like, service chemicals. League. Chemical Service League. No, the, the C... is not chemical. The C stands for the owner, oh, okay. I guess. Charles. Craig. No. <laughs> Again, not a name. Oh, not a oh. person's name. Oh, C- Company of <laughs> Science 
Lads. So it it was an Australian, like it was a, a Australian Canberra. governmental Canberra Commonwealth. Commonwealth, Commonwealth is right. the first word. Commonwealth science services. Sterilized. Another word for for what they produce. Serum. Serum oh. is the right answer. Shut up. Commonwealth, Commonwealth serum. serum league legislature legends. L- Fucking legend, you, in what type of place do you make laboratory? Laboratory. Sorry, I shouted. Commonwealth, Commonwealth serum, serum laboratory. You're kidding. Yeah. That's, That's what so it is. Logical. It's so, so what, logical. It yeah. A good yeah. four and a half minutes to get there. That's valuable <laughs> podcast time, as you well know, Mark. Out of curiosity, what does CSR stand for? <laughs> Caster sugar reticulation or something, hasn't it? It's got to be Ooh. caster sugar. Ooh, look at you just dropping your reticulation like that. Damn I don't girl. even know what it means, but it sounded good, doesn't it? Reticulation. CSR. Bonus points? I, yeah, this is bonus points. If uh, CSL stands for Commonwealth Serum Laboratories, yeah. what does CSR stand for? The sugar company. It stands for Commonwealth Sugar. Not Commonwealth. Oh. The, uh, the other C word. That, Canberra. Uh, no, no. <laughs> the other C word to do with um, chemical. No, it's it, it's it's far more uh, controversial, um, uh, especially these days. Christian. No, we're, we've already Catholic. We've already kind of talked about it, and you, as again, Mark, you talk about it in oh, your show. Colonial. Colonial. Colonial sugar. sugar. Colonial sugar. Reserves. Lovers. No. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Looking what back to ah. this one. CSR. Really good lovers. <laughs> <laughs> really skilled lovers. Okay. Colonial sugar representatives. Refinery? <laughs> refinery. Refinery. Yeah, yeah. Refining company. Good. Colonial sugar refining company. Question number 10. Last question. Mark. My goodness. Oh my God. It's, it's gone so quickly. Question number 10. A young Tasmanian devil is called, and you've got a multiple choice here, but do you want to have a go? Yeah, let's have a go. Yeah. The young Tasmanian devil is called a... A devlet? <laughs> a little baby devil? Ooh, a little... Nat? Oh. A demidev? Demidev. Demidev. Ooh. Demidev's good. I Th- reckon... these, none of these are options in your multiple choice, by the uh, way. But I reckon it's something like a pup. Is it a pup? A pup is one of the options. One of the okay. options. Uh, Do you want to hear all the options? Or a yes. kit? A kit like um, a fox? That's not an option. Is it A, a pup, Joey? B, a Joey, oh. or C, a kid? A kid. Oh. Well, Tasmanian Devil would be closest related to... I'm going to say Joey. I'm going to say a pup. Oh, and this is where the divide comes. Are we working together or against each other? Who knows? Yeah. We've been working together until this moment. Oh, I didn't I didn't at one time say and your time starts now. <laughs> That's what I I meant to tie that in. And your time okay. starts. You mean we now. were supposed to have a time limit of some kind, you say? <laughs> no. Yes. No, your time is well and truly gone. How long do they get? How long do the masterminders that, get? On Mastermind they get two minutes on their specialty subject. And then they right. get 90 seconds on general knowledge. And then in, if they make it to the weekly final, there's something called the slow burn round. Oh. The slow burn round, there's a selection of clues. And every time I give them a clue, they lose a point. So the quickest oh, we yeah, can guess right. it. And it's either a year, a plant, an animal, whatever. It's like but, it's like the who am I in uh, exactly. sale. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, and so the the quicker they get it, but if you take a stab early and you get it wrong, yeah. So that yeah. and that's that's usually where they all fall apart. And honestly, yes. it makes the game so close because I've seen wow. people cl- like who've come into the second round with you know coming in last, and if they get it early, they win. Like yeah. And that, so you can the game at risk of sounding like a person that hosts the game show. Let me just say, <laughs> the game can completely change at any point. I mean, the origin of the show is the guy that created it. He was interrogated by the Gestapo and he turned it into a TV show. That's what? the origin of Mar- Yeah, that is the origin what? of What? Yeah, so that's, that's where wild. the wild. That's where the scary This is a revelation. From, the spotlight, <gasps> that's where it all comes from. So, are you waterboarding some of the contestants or Wait till the semi-finals, we'll get there. I want everyone to be their best, but yeah. so you're not they there aren't. with like a cigarette and yeah, you know, and an SS very... uniform. Yeah. <laughs> just we had a look in wardrobe, and yeah. it was, apparently epaulets just don't look good on me. What can I say? <laughs> on those shoulders, are you that. crazy? <laughs> well, look, one of you is correct <gasps> with this, and sorry to drag that out. Yeah. Now listen, I'm going to say, Mark made a really good point, which is, you know, marsupials, joeys, but I'm not sure that Tasmanian devils are marsupials. Oh no. That's a fair point, actually. But maybe they... I'm giving nothing away. Very Gestapo of you. I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I feel like I watched a David Attenborough episode about Tasmanian devils the other day. I feel like he said pups, but now I'm starting to think that they are marsupials. It's probably better better you get it from that than, you know, Warner Brothers cartoons. (laughs) Totally. Um, Mark, you choose. Let's go, Joey. Okay, great. Joey <laughs> is the right answer. <gasps> well done, <Mark>! <laughs> <laughs> They are, Tasmanian devils are absolutely marsupials. Marsupials, great. Yeah. Well done. On that triumphant note, we're going to go to another break and we'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for coming back. Virginia Gay and Mark Fennell have just nailed the quiz. Well done, you guys. Are we a dream team, Mark? I, I think we like... should do this again sometime. This is I, really I hope you will do it again one time. Will it... you do it again <laughs> later on in the year? Absolutely. You're going to be so bored of quizzes later <laughs> yeah, on in the year, You're going to be all quizzed like, touch me with a question and I will rip <laughs> your arms off. Well, as long as I'm not asking them, it's fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, you know, because it's SBS, we really do go that little extra mile to get pronunciation correct. So right. it's of like we, there was an episode where we had like Indonesian geography and German tanks and Australian freshwater turtles with all the genuses and, and species. And I was like, by the end of it, I'm like, I'm broken. I'll wow. see you in an hour. <laughs> like, I don't wow. care how you feel. I said a bunch of complicated words. That's very hard for me right now. Good luck with Mastermind. Thank you. When do we watch, Mark? Tell us when uh, we watch. I start on February 22nd at 6pm on SBS every night of the week. 
every night. Can't wait to watch it. And what about you, Virginia? Will you be uh, appearing somewhere? On... SBS? Sadly, no. Um, uh, in a German tank? No, damn it. Oh. Um, I have two shows, two theatre shows coming up this year. One at the MTC, one at Belvoir. And they haven't Amazing. been announced yet, but middle of the year. They haven't the year. been announced haven't yet. They haven't been announced yet, but they'll be announced very soon. Brilliant. All right. Well, get along to them. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for having That's us. That's it. It was so much fun. What oh, a I'm treat. so glad. Thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Thank you to my guests this week, Virginia Gay and Mark Fennell. As always, the questions were written by Cindy McDonald and can be found in the Saturday paper. If you have been enjoying this podcast, please tell your friends. Don't just listen to get the answers and then look all smart when you do the quiz with them later. I'd also really love it if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. My name is John Leary and I'll have more questions for you same time next week.